Yo, what up, National 3? ATL is on the air, 104.5 The Zone. Appreciate you being with us. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and this guy, Ron freaking Slay. Hey, yo! Let's go! What up, people? We're in the building! We're in the building! What's happening? Can you imagine if Brian Flores is able to prove that the Dolphins tried to pay him hundred grand per loss in year one? Listen, man, I don't think you come out with... Um, <laughs> at, at, in, at this point, in this climate that we're in, I don't think you come out with just allegations anymore. Because allegations, to me, don't fly anymore. You got to have receipts. And to make an allegation like that, I think he got receipts. And I think we're going to get to see him. So this gonna get ugly. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna withhold opinion, but yeah, yeah I mean, y- yeah. you don't throw that stuff out there without no. without not now proof, not you know? now because we we're almost at a point in, the, in society and the climate where you're so quick to be the boy to cry wolf. You know what I'm saying? That is people can't wait to say, "Come on, man, we done heard this before." Like we done, come on, stop it, stop it. You know what I'm saying? So. If I'm going to say something, you best believe this. And it could just be me talking. You best believe I'm going to have some receipts for it. So just like I said on Twitter, look, I just searched through the whole first segment of our show looking for the receipts that me and Don were talking about. <laughs> right. Somebody, you know. somebody yeah. accused y'all of doing something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if I'm going to fire back, I need to have some proof. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it's just going to be he saying me say. Oh, say no. me. And sometimes she. I think you're. You're you know dead on. That's on what that. she said. She just said it. Yeah, she did say that. Okay. Hey, Don. How are you? Hi. Good. Y'all are trouble. Um, <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. But, hey, we talked about uh, real quick because um, people get invested in, in, you know, for whatever reason, what's mm-hmm. going on with us personally too. But we mentioned yesterday that you were having a vet issue with the dog. Yes. Good news sorry, I had to. Ago. Yes, I had to step out a couple of times. Yes, we. Uh, <laughs> Blue pearl. Telling you about uh, a whole lot of money. <laughs> My money has gone to Blue Pearl. That is what I'll What's say. his dog's name? I forget. This one is Coco. 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 Yes, yes. We had some kind yeah. of. Is she for, for those Coco that Pops? don't know, <laughs> oh, she's cuckoo. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know or are new to our show, I have four dogs. Uh, sometimes I call them names because four dogs is a lot, yeah, but man. I love them dearly. And uh, one of those four. I got two. It's a lot. Oh, yeah. Four. Well, and they're all all big dogs. We're a blended family, so we got four big dogs. Um, One has anxiety. One's a rescue that wants to eat everybody. And one of the (laughs) other ones, Coco, has stomach issues sometimes. Well, she stopped eating. Uh, She was, like, collapsing. She Her liver numbers were off the the chain. So, uh, yeah, we we had to go to the emergency vet. We thought we were going to lose her yesterday. Uh, it turns out it is a very serious bacterial infection and not cancer. So that's a plus. Right. That's there a plus. Go. Big plus. Now, right. my <clears throat> my credit card bill on yeah. that does not see any of the difference of any of that. It doesn't, <laughs> see, it doesn't see the plus. Uh, right. Uh, they have a nice payment plan we can work on. So <laughs> My man Fax, though, will be happy. Yes, he will be very happy. And that's the thing. Like, the kids love the dog. Yep. She's fourth grader. Um, she's 10. So she ain't young. Yeah. But she's going to be She's about okay. as old as that. That's right. <laughs> well, um, or older. <laughs> or older. Jacob, uh, what is the coach supposed to get per loss at Brent Doherty? 
No, he was pay, he was the the allegation is he was paying him he wanted to pay him a hundred thousand dollars per loss so they can get the number one pick. Right. He offered to pay him that as extra incentive there for them go. to lose is basically. Man, how can I get that job? <laughs> right? Pay me to lose. Damn it. <laughs> well, but like if you're gonna pay me to lose though, you better guarantee that you're not gonna fire me. Yeah, like And then yeah, he turned around and fired him, right? Listen, man. The way this man just explained, man, he's been he's been put here to coach. Like, and you have to be a special person to coach. And it, I mean, anything, little well, league. Well, I just saw. Like, it. We went on official visit at Charlotte, and uh, uh, props, my guy Sea Dog picked up an offer from Middle Tennessee and from Charlotte mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. But we went and saw, and so like uh, Will Healy and those guys. Will used to be at Austin P. And we've been in this business. We talk to all these guys all the time. We know the grind that they're on, but to see it firsthand on an official visit weekend. So there were four kids on the official visit, so they're dealing with us. But then dead period started Monday, so they had 60-something juniors on campus on Saturday, 40-something on Sunday. So all these groups were kind of weaving around the facility, and all these coaches and um, the assistants, the girls that work in there that help with everything – they're all going from group to group to group. It was amazing to watch the grind that these people go through. And then, yeah. you know, we all go out and have beer and stuff like that. And then they're back in the facility uh, at 6 in the morning the next morning. Hey, man, listen. It's a grind. It, I know you've seen it. Especially it's so much nowadays. More. Yeah, it's so much more than the X's and O's. Like it, Then, mm. talk to any coach now. Um, been there a little bit on the portal. No. Oh, and tough. that's a whole other deal. And then the NIL is a whole other deal. It's a lot. It Those it, guys are grinding. And it makes it very difficult. And and look, here's the deal. All of the every single coach out there, almost every single coach out there is saying there's got to be some kind of rules in yeah. place or there has to be timing where you're allowed to enter the portal here or you know, there has to be some kind of some kind of regulation when it comes to NIL. Like it is There's got to be a legislative body put over the top of college athletics. Yeah. Right. There has to be. Yeah. And I know the NCAA whatever, they don't have any power. I'm talking about like mm. Maybe a power, maybe it's a power five thing. We've all talked about this, like a commissioner of the power five, you know, which doesn't help like guys like Will Healy, who they're they're going to the AAC, which is theoretically like they sell power six, like they're part of that group, Mm. um, which is right underneath that level. But uh, yeah, I mean, somebody needs to be watching over this stuff and like the, the portal needs to have a window. It, yes. it can't just be, hey man, when the disc, the disco ball is always going, I'm going in dancing all the time. You want the roof back on the portal. Yeah. Because it ain't got one. Well, a perfect example is Lane Kiffin, right? If if you haven't noticed, if you haven't paid attention with what's been going on the last, what, week or so with Lane Kiffin is he, their staff decided they were going to hit the transfer portal hard after signing day. That was their thing. That was the direction they were going. I know Herm Edwards in Arizona State had said the same thing. Like, this is what we have to do to replenish. And he did. And Lane Kiffin was successful in the portal. And Ole Miss was successful. And he still is talking about how it's broken. And the transfer portal is an issue. Like, hey, he just took advantage of it and did exactly what he needed to make his team better. But he also said, look... I'm the portal king right now, yeah, it's but it's broken. Yeah. It's a problem, mm-hmm. and it needs to be fixed. And he's like, here, yeah. I'll point out the flaws, because I just utilized every single one of the flaws in the system right now to make my team better. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know who governs it, who governs it, but it needs to be like it's it's it's. And you talk about things that coaches got to put up with. Not you got that, and then you got to be competitive just to keep the kid. That's outside of coaching. But you see, almost got to hire a spot, a coach just to pay attention to that. Multiple. You do. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's crazy. All of the successful coaches have already done that. See, they've already hired. They already have a part of their department their recruiting department and all of that to keep an eye on the transfer portal. It's basically year-round free agency. And look, you can say, oh, but look at the NFL. Oh, no, there are rules in place. There's timing where you're allowed to do things and you're not allowed to, you know, I wish you would go out there and tamper. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. Mm -hmm. But at least there are rules in place. Mm -hmm. And there's certain times where you can and can't do things. I was talking to a coach. They said, I forget what the percentage was, but it was a healthy percentage of his in-home visits in a particular month was with kids already on his roster, his own players. Like, that's such, I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing to these coaches? And I know you can sit here and say that they make millions of dollars and they sign up for it. And, oh, look at that. They're a great life and because they're so financially set. But at the end of the day, these are still college kids that need that, a lot of them that need that leadership and that guidance from that position. And when your coaches are are having to recruit and re-recruit their own players over and over, and there just needs to be, I, I'm okay with the portal, right? but there just needs to be some kind of like rules in like place. In, encapsulated. Steve Spurrier is president rules. of the Power Five. Can we do that? Oh, Lord. No, he, I mean, that's he, out of entertainment purposes I mean, for me, but. That's entertainment. <laughs> most definitely. Purposes for everybody. Back in the day, the tall man would have been a good one. Doug Dickey. Doug would have ran it. He would have ran it. Yes, he would. All right, uh, more 3HL when we come back. We'll go to the phones next. 3HL, a lot on the table. Brian Flores' lawsuit against the NFL. A.J. Brown's weird tweet. 615-737-1045. back in the day. I know all y'all know what that is, except for maybe younger members of the crew. Do you know what a Rubik's Cube is? I can't do it, but I know what it is. Yeah, I couldn't do it either. So I found this other puzzle called a Whippet. A Rubik. Everybody knows what a Rubik's Cube is, right? I I would think so. Yeah. Well, I I think so, and I thought so. And then I said, look, I can't do a Rubik's Cube. I can get, like, one color. Maybe two if, like, you know, even the the sun shines on the dog's ass every once in a while. But... (laughs) Okay. Oh, that, then I found, that sounds like a slayism. <laughs> <laughs> it is slayism. <laughs> it's my favorite promo. So um, then I found this puzzle called a whip it. And I was like, hmm, let me try this. And I could do it. So okay. I, I threw the Rubik's Cube out the, out the door. Yeah, you showed us a picture of that, which I have never seen. I ain't never seen one either. And a whip like, it was a very different thing when I was growing up. Yo, whip it was the... um um. I don't know what it was. It was a dance. No, there's no. a song called Whip It by Devo. No. There is a song called there Whip It by song, Devo, yes. But Whip It's back in the day were like. Drug uh, thing. Whoa! It was a drug thing where did you, you just say, did oh, the aerosol or something. Yeah. <laughs> did you just say Willow Smith? No. No. Oh. Whip It by Devo. No, didn't Willow have a whip song called Whip It too? Yes. She was whipping. I whip my hand. Back that's, and forth. That, thank you. That's yes. what I know. That's what that's what registered to me when you said that, Babs. <laughs> Willow Smith. I forgot about her. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, That's so I, I, know. I thought that was one of those Look deals where you, both of y'all would be uh, like, I don't know. Sorry, Mayor. Come on, get us back on track. I thought We're that kind was of a hot mess today. <laughs> I thought, no, we've actually been like, I mean, we got the Brian Flores thing. We got the AJ tweet. We mm-hmm. got people still talking about Tannehill. Um, <laughs> that's going to be all off season. Sorry, Ryan. If I were Ryan Tannehill, I'd get the hell out of here for a while. But anyway, oh, I just I'll just pick up a mic, which he hasn't done. You can come on here. Guess who talked after the 49ers loss? And the last yes. thing we saw was him weeping on the sideline. Jimmy Gister. Oh, Debo. Debo. Yep. And he talked to the media after the game. I didn't even see that. That's real. That's what I heard. Yeah, I didn't see it either, but I heard that. Um, <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's not true. <laughs> maybe I just gave you an untrue. <laughs> Back to the Whippet. So I thought the Whippet thing would be like, y'all don't know what it is until you see it. So I pulled it up. And I showed Babs, and she's over here talking about high school basketball and stuff. And and she goes, <laughs> "I've never seen that thing in my life ever." Mm-hmm. And she's got she's got like dolls that she you know speaks through, but she hasn't seen a whip it. <laughs> no. So I show Slay. I'm like Slay, my guy. I'm usually rolling with you, man. Slay, you usually are rolling with me. That is true. I ain't seen. You've never ones, seen bro. it either. Never no. seen it either. <laughs> nope. Which means I'm officially the whip it champion. <laughs> It's just so plain Google champion. what Whippet used to mean because I don't think you want to be a Whippet. Yeah, champion. the Whippet champion. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm talking about saying. aerosol or whatever you want to put in out there. Okay, I don't know what kind of people you were rolling with. In Apparently, school. back in Peachtree City, Georgia, man, Dude, that pageant circuit, man, they get wild. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do they get wild on the pageant circuit? I don't know, but somebody is legit calling in with a Whippet story. That's Brennan really? in Gallatin. Go Green Wave. What's up, Brennan? Hey, guys. I met y'all at the Buffalo Wild Wings here in Gallatin a few weeks ago. Man. Enjoy your show. I really Thank wish man. we could have kept doing those shows because that would mean the Titans were still winning. We would have been in Murfreesboro today. We should have been in Murfreesboro. What's up, man? Yeah, so... I had a friend of mine in high school. I'll explain the whole Whippet thing. So if you've heard of anybody taking, uh, basically taking whipped cream, and you can actually, like, suck the air out of the whipped cream before okay. the whipped cream comes out. This yeah, is it. it. That's not what I'm talking about, Brennan. See? Okay, so Thank on you, just Brennan. a second. I'll, I'll explain it to you. Okay. So Whippet <laughs> is like a little CO2 cartridge type deal that you put in this balloon, and you spin that balloon, and you suck the air out of that balloon and a friend of mine did this to impress all of his friends and ended up falling backwards and busting his head on the concrete and what? had like a one the you know the Fred Flintstone knots that come up on your head? Yes, like, the cartoon uh, knots. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Don's not lying about the whippets. So that's oh my a, gosh. that's wow. a real deal. All right, kids, Thank do you, not Brennan. try that at home. Do not try that, kids. I mean You want to kill all your brain cells in listen. one go? We used to say, I think it's fully in effect now. <sighs> 3HL, changing lives one day at a time. Right. Jeez. <laughs> one of those cartoons. So I appreciate like, yeah, that Brennan is where I am, though. He knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, man. Where are we going now? I don't know. Can we go to substance? Tony the Stud <laughs> has been on hold for oh, a minute. Oh, come on. I said substance, not Tony. <laughs> Listen, you already know that I'm I'm well worth the wait now. You guys do remember. By the way, let me preface this by saying it may be the longest Tony the Stud call ever, but Dawn said the last time that I was on hold, and I was like, hey, I've been waiting a while. She was like, 
we're going to put him back on hold. So <laughs> Tony the Stud knows very well about waiting his turn in line. You've been and trained by Davenport. Maybe Tony the Stud's longest co- uh, call in the history of 3HL. I will I'll say snipe you, I'm Tony. not going to LA's <laughs> radio row with you this year, as I did when I went to Atlanta with you, which was very fun with DDP, Rex Ryan, all that. Listen, it was great. Uh, I was in a knee brace after I tore my meniscus and still beat guys with a 4.8 on the 40-yard dash when I was 28 years old, or 20, I was 29 maybe. Uh, let me just say this because i got to get some stuff out of the way. Um, if by chance Bill Belichick was the culprit for letting Brian Flores know that that's what was happening, wow. Love you, dude. Everything I hated about you with all those Super Bowls is gone. History. <laughs> I want to talk to you guys about this. Thanks, Bill. And this is a very serious thing. Ron and Don, you guys know that I tried to get my take in on Friday. I was not able to do it. I had 20 seconds, and I said, I'm coming in hot for all those fans next week that are talking about Ryan Tannehill. Yep. So I'm going to bring three quick points as quick as I can about Mr. Ryan Tannehill. And let's talk about where the quarterback is when you're talking to Tennessee Titans fan and getting over the hump and having a Super Bowl. Ryan Tannehill career stats, when you talk about his QBR rating from the time that he got in Tennessee to the time he is now, 2019, one, this is the passer rating, 117.5. Last year, 106.5. This year, 89.6. First year interception, six. Last year, seven. Yes. This year, 14. Yep. Okay. Now we're with that. We're, we're going to the, the, the passer ratings this year and the losses. Okay. This is point number two out of the three. Pittsburgh, you be, you better speed it up. Tony, uh, Don, Don's going to snipe you. Listen, <laughs> listen, Pittsburgh, 68.9. New England, 60.2. Houston, 58.4. Jets, <laughs> 85.2. The lone good one. Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals, 74.9. Last point here. You talk about the QBR and going forward, and you say you want a different quarterback. They say, hey, listen, we want Josh Allen. Do you guys know what the career passer rating is for Josh Allen and Ryan Tannehill is? Well, Josh Allen's like 16th in passer rating this year. No, their career, their career, 91.9. They're the exact same in passer rating in their career. Ryan the Tannehill has been around long Yeah, that's a, totally, yeah totally. but he has. Well, T- Tannehill had a, a bad Dolphins team okay, okay, that he spent a lot of time with. And, and I'll go more into it before I'm done with the Titans because I'm telling you I'm emotional and I'm still very upset. But this is one of the points that I wanted to bring about Ryan Tannehill. He has regressed, not progressed. He has regress, and that's facts. That's coming from stats. So well, that's what. Ha- Thank you, Tony. That's what happens when you get old. Well, that's also what happens when your offensive line is a mixed match well, all year long. That also happens when you have zero consistency in weapons. And guess what? That also happens when you have a brand new offensive coordinator, not the one that you had last year when you were really successful. And um. I don't know. Maybe you guys aren't on the same page or maybe he's not putting you in a position to succeed. Anyway, so John Robinson is at the Senior Bowl right now and was asked today 
Jim Wyatt put mm-hmm. out an, an article and was asked about. And we'll talk with Wyatt in about 15 minutes. Yes, so yeah. we can talk to him about this, but was asked about Ryan Tannehill and obviously a subject of a lot of criticism. Um, and he said, this was his quote that is in Jim Wyatt's piece. Um, I think Ryan's a leader. I think Ryan's tough. I think Ryan's made a lot of great plays for us. He's our quarterback. I don't know that there's a quarterback who stands in the pocket and looks down the barrel of a blitz and throws the ball as good as he does. I know he works extremely hard, loves his teammates, is competitive. He's played a lot of good football. This one stands out. To have a micro-evaluation over one game is not fair to any player. I think you have to look at the scope of the body of work and what he's done for this football team since he's been there. Well, it was more inconsistent this year than the previous two. That, yes. That's that's the thing. And the, and the regression point that he was making was true with regard to Tony. So, you know, I, I, the, we'll, have, we'll have all offseason debate. The GM too. just went all in on yeah, the tough, well, he has but, to because he's under contract. Like, he ain't going well. Yeah, like. Well, I understand that, but you still don't have to go all in like that. The tough you thing don't have to I say have, that. I think you do. It's so hard no, to don't. digest with <laughs> players that say, "Look what he's done for the team since he's been here." All right, that's all cool, but what does You're that result all about into? What have you done for yeah, me? Yeah, like I mean, like come, like uh, li- listen, man. I understood when my time was up, and I, I was no, and it was a, a younger. New thing coming along, and, man, he could really get it done. Like, I understand. Either I better pick it up or I'm out the door. And I've done a lot for some programs and some franchises, but all somebody else got to come carry the torch, too, because, like, what, is, what does 2019 do to help us in 2022? Not That's a thing. Point. Not That's a, a great thing. Point. Like, I'm, and so, yeah, don't get on them about, um, he sucks and things like that. Unless you're talking about the the moment, then you can still go behind that and say, you know what? Yeah, man, dude has done a lot for this. Taylor Lewan has done a lot for this franchise. Terrific. He stuck it up this year. Here's it. I'm, I'm, he'll admit it. By the way, he'll, he'll be on, on the show the tomorrow yeah. <laughs> And I'm asking. <laughs> I thought it was okay. Thought okay. Well, I'm going to ask him. Okay. He struggled but, early. How would you grade Man, yourself? there you go. That's what I'm saying. How would you grade And that's going to be different than any. Look, man, listen, I stunk, man. I didn't. Nah, man, nah. I was garbage. I'm going to keep it all the way real with you. I was a below average, man. I was better than a lot of more people. You wouldn't have but to ever my expectations, said that about yourself at the end of your career, would you? Because I wouldn't. <laughs> that's fair, that's, fair. <laughs> now the opportunity if I would have went back and did something else would I have been a little trash probably so like I did have a now I will admit I did have a year in my career where I didn't live up to expectation and my paycheck saw it and I, it wasn't nothing I could say were the my Dolphins agent, paying you to lose it might have been <laughs> My agent hit me. Was like, dude, you didn't do nothing. And I hey, said, man. dang, you know what? You're right. You lose set if you go zero and seventeen. That's one point seven mil, man. It's a bankroll. But I'm, it's like, dude, you got to be real with yourself, man. And the fans got to be real with them too. Like all this, man. Don't all that good guy contest, man. Stuff, man. <laughs> Y'all need to go find a pageant, a good guy pageant to be in. Would you take Zach Tom Wilson over Ryan Tannehill? What I say? It's who? called miscongeniality. And guess what? <laughs> You don't win crap did, for Miss Congeniality. You didn't ever get that, did you? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Would I take Zach Ms. Wilson over Ryan Tannehill? From what I saw this year, yes. Mayor? 
Would I be messed? What now? Would I be messed up with saying, "Give me one more year to make a decision"? Because I do yeah, have a no, little. I that's do not have a what little I asked you. It's tough, Babs. I'm just curious because I told you, Mr. Babs brought that up, brought it up, and said, "I mean, mm. I would basically take almost any quarterback in the league." I like how Coach Mac <laughs> over Ryan Tannehill. I'm like, like, no, you wouldn't. I Mr. really Babs like how emotional. Coach Mac talked He's about Zach Wilson coming out of. That game. I read like some people you gotta hang your hat on their words. I'll hang my hat on his. I, I just think he don't get Daniel about, Jones. I thought you were talking about Russell. No, Wilson. I'm cool on Danny Jones. Even though I love Danny Jones, Danny Dimes. The last two no, years Zach I done Wilson. took him on my fantasy team every year because I know he's gonna air it Daniel out. Daniel Jones? Every year and he airs it out. The Giants quarterback? Hey man, listen. I I done won my fantasy league two years in a row, so I don't know what you want me to do. I keep winning money. Ah, hey, about thirteen people. Tua, you wouldn't take no, Tua. No, nope. I mean, Carson wins. <laughs> I, I, heck no. Jimmy G. Nope. Nope. See. Matt Ryan. Nope. I know your answer. Nope. Big nope. Baker I know Mayfield. your answer. Big nope. I don't think. Jared Goff. No. <laughs> How about Jordan Love or Trey Lance, some of these younger dudes coming up that are going to be thrown into it? What about Derek Carr? No. No. Mm-mm. Fourth and goal, he threw it to the three-yard line in a double cover. I'm <laughs> out. I'm out. <laughs> Derek Carr. The, 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 I ain't seen enough of Jordan still Love. Mad I like that. what I see out of Trey Lance, though. I had to bet the other way on that one. Just, uh, Trey I'm Lance, just yeah. curious. I got a, slip, a it's an interesting cover. of hope. Lamar Jackson? I'm taking Lamar. I'm taking. I got a sliver of hope in Ryan Tannehill's game because after putting my band aids on and sitting back and looking at the game, I don't. I do feel like that game was his problem. I feel like this season, outside of the injuries and everything, was a play calling problem. I'm putting that on OC. That game is on Tannehill. I'm Tannehill in front of a lot of those guys. Even though, like, this year scared the crap out of me for him moving forward. So we'll see what happens next year. But to the GM's point, he's under contract. You lose a crap ton of money if you cut him. If it's not His in the, dead money is almost $60 yeah. million. Dollars. Yeah. I don't need a. I don't need a he's, average guy coming in for him. I don't need it. You bring somebody a lead in, I'm cool with him. Which is hard to find that guy, and you're not going to get him. But there you go. So I'm cool. I'm cool here's, with here's him. Here's what I would do with Tannehill. And opening up the playbook. Tannehill is going to be my quarterback next year because he is. What sucks is that there's an awful year for quarterbacks coming out. In the draft, yeah. Is what the is, mm. That's what the narrative is right now, right? Like, So we'll go through the evaluation yeah. process. You'll start to hear, this guy's great. You'll start to hear, right. this guy's great. Whatever. But is he great compared to what's available this year? This would be the year to take one at, at 26. Is that where they are, 26? This would be the year to take one there, to me. So you've got rookie over here, Tannehill's in, in because he has to be, and then if he messes up, you throw him in. You better not throw him in, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, what's but weird you still about- have Logan, so you're good. <laughs> no, you don't. He's a, he's unrestricted. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we better not lose him. We're going to lose Babs if That's we lose Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Babs out there picking him. I'm already looking for places to pick it. See, Babs will, will go pick it, too. Will, William is where I am, which is a scary place to be with Tannehill. And I've been saying for a while, William on YouTube said, Tanny is done mentally. 
No. And that's no, he's not. He's gonna have he's gonna have good games. He's gonna have bad games. That's kind of where we are now. I think. I think he's locked up mentally. Locked the door. Well, he better find the best sports psychologist out there. Then this is what I'm saying. Maybe Ron Slay. I'm with it. I got you. Tannehill can sit on the couch over there. Slay could just dive in to those mentals. I would love to hear that conversation. Whoa, that would right. be. <laughs> Jim Wyatt, uh, speaking of uh, rookies and draft picks and all of those things, Jim Wyatt's in uh, Mobile. And uh, there are six quarterbacks down there. We'll talk with Jim about that. Next, 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Dang, I lost it. Oh, come on, Mayor. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Wyatt never. Uh, you guys are going crazy. Get out of here. Let's see. Uh, Let's stay right here. Won't get out of nowhere. I'm going to need Tony the Stud to stop referring to himself as Tony the Stud. <laughs> Third person, Tony. Who said that? <laughs> Jay said, oh, this is about Whippets. Oh. Because I was harmlessly talking about a game that I used to play when I was a kid. It had nothing to do with aerosol. It was a game like Rubik's. It was like a Rubik's Cube, just in a cylinder type thing. I was really good at it. Not so good at the uh, Rubik's Cube. Uh, Jay says, I know what Don is talking about, not what Brent is talking about. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's about normal. <laughs> no one knows what standard. I'm talking about, except for Jim Wyatt. Uh, TennesseeTitans.com, at Jay Wyatt Sports, is with us now from Mobile. How's Mobile, Alabama, Jim? Not too bad. Yeah, it's getting a little overcast now. It was a little bit sunny earlier, but getting overcast. And actually, rain is uh, headed this way over the next, you know, the rest of the week, which is not great for Senior Bowl practices because they work on, a, you know, the great new facilities on the South Alabama campus. But when they when it storms and rains, uh, a lot of times they move indoor at the practice facility, which is open to GMs and NFL personnel, but closed to media. So we'll see how the weather plays out for the rest uh, rest of the week. But yeah. it's a good day today, and uh, you know both teams practiced, and the American team just just wrapped up. Well, and you you've been a lot of years um, to the, to this event, and Mike Keith was telling us yesterday that Jim Nagy has made this less about a popularity contest and more about an actual evaluation process and said 90%, almost 90% of the players last year made NFL rosters. So I'm curious, like, do you sense a, a, a kind of intensity with the players understanding that they are being evaluated with every step they take, with every move they make to steal the police? Line? <laughs> do you, do you get that sense? Yeah, I, I mean, I do. I mean, because it, it is, and it's intense. I mean, it's not just out here on the, practice field it's in meetings and uh it's you know all eyes are on you i know john robinson talked to him a little bit earlier today and i've talked to him many times down here the main thing he looks for is not only how these guys perform in one-on-one drills and how they do in the meetings but just how they you know how they get along with their teammates just what they compete like what's it like uh you know when you think people are not watching you and uh, and it is kind of a who's who, uh, you know. Josh Heupel's down here. I saw Coach O down here. Uh, I know Nick Saban will be down here. You know, there's uh, all kinds of NFL personnel, you know, in the building, um, and you know, <laughs> and about 900 <laughs> members of the media down here covering the event as well. So I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of blown up from a popularity standpoint and it is the start of this i say it's the start of the whole process john just got back to the east west shrine practice so this is oh, kind yeah. of just a part of the process 
Well, you mentioned just what a big deal it is, how many GMs and coaches and everybody is there to watch practices and and all of that. And that's kind of a a plus of being a media member covering it. And I know that you put out something on TennesseeTitans.com with a conversation with John Robinson, what he spent about 30 minutes um, outside of the convention center at the Senior Bowl and was asked plenty. But what stood out to me, because, I mean, let's be honest, Jim, this has been a very popular topic on our show, on our airwaves, uh, and fans are very passionate in in both ways when it comes to talking about the quarterback and Ryan Tannehill. And John Robinson's uh, comments on Ryan Tannehill um, stood out to me because I thought he was he was pretty passionate in defending his quarterback. Yeah, and I, believe me, I've heard it. I mean, every time I write anything about it, you know, that's kind of the light and right topic <laughs> now. But uh, yeah. and he's very well aware of it. And I'll just read you what he said, and it's pretty clear cut. He said, "I think Ryan is a leader. I think Ryan is tough. I think Ryan has made a lot of great plays for us. He is our quarterback. I don't." know that there is a quarterback who stands in the pocket and looks down the barrel of a blitz and throws the ball as good as he does. I know he works extremely hard, loves his teammates, is competitive. He plays a lot of good football. To He's played a lot of good football. To have a micro-evaluation over one game is not fair to any player. I think you have to look at the scope of the body of work and what he has done for this football team since he has been here. And since this team's been here, or since Tannehill's been here, he's taking the Titans to the playoffs three years in a row. Uh, and he's put up some good numbers. Did he have a bad game on Saturday against the Bengals a week ago? Yes. I mean, there's no denying that. He threw three picks. But look around the league. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes had a pretty bad game himself on Sunday. And uh, and Aaron Rodgers yeah. didn't play so well, you know, in the Packers finale. And, uh, I mean, I, I, and one thing, John, just reiterate, not just the quarterback, but just the team itself. I mean, these games come down – to you know, a handful of plays that's deciding winners and losers. It happened this past weekend. It happened in that Titans Bengals game. You know, Tannehill can't turn it over. You know, three times, but um, but there are some worse options certainly um, out there. And uh, I think John certainly still has confidence in Ryan and and everything he's done like it or not because i know a lot of people don't don't want to hear that but it's just not as simple as hey let's get rid of them because who are you going to get mm-hmm. well it's 60 million in dead money too i mean yeah yeah so there's a lot of factors in play but it's um you know i i left the conversation you know feeling like um yeah, you know, feel like I pretty much knew where he stood at the quarterback position. Right. You also, Jim, got to talk to him about Harold Landry, who's coming up for career year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he said we we want Harold Landry. He wants to be with us, but it's a lot of things that have to take place. Um, in getting him. Well, what, what did you walk away feeling with him? Yeah, and 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 I think keeping Harold Landry is key. Uh, but. You know, if Harold wants to be here and the Titans want to be here, you know, that's great, but it's sometimes not as simple as that either mm-hmm. because this team right now has probably got about $3 million in cap room and obviously a lot of and, – and, and, and certainly the cap's got to be set. We still don't know exactly where things are going to fall, but this team has a lot of free agents. It's got a lot of players who have some high price tags. They're going to have to make some tough decisions at some – some positions and uh, so it, the next couple of weeks 
are going to determine maybe where things go with him and some other guys. But, you know, there's no doubt that that's a guy that they want to keep. I mean, when you draft a guy and you hit on him and you know him, those are the ones, and that, that, those are the ones you want to keep just because there's no mystery uh, about the player. Yeah, spot track has his value at seventeen point one million, um, and the franchise which is tag. Right where, yeah, which is about what the tag is. Yeah, you, yeah. I know you're going there, Brad, but yeah, yeah, that's right on it. Yeah, I've I've seen that. I've seen as high as eighteen. So yeah, I mean, and oh, we got a question from uh, a guy on YouTube: Can we tag Landry? I mean, in the Titans, yes, they can, but um, we'll we'll see. There is a lot that has to play out there. Appreciate your time, Jim. Uh, we look forward to to the coverage on TennesseeTitans.com from the Senior Bowl. Okay, you guys have a good week. Thank you. Yes, Thanks, Jimmy. M- must read his piece on the general manager. It's really good. And, well, and there's a lot of there's a lot of nuggets in there. Yeah, it's kind of a deep dive, honestly. So uh, yep. yeah, give yourself a few minutes and pull it up and read it. Uh, the NFL does have a statement with regard to the Brian Flores lawsuit. We'll read that for you next five o'clock hour coming up. Stay tuned. Three HL one zero four five the zone.